Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, people of the podcast world. Whoa, are we assuming that there are going to be people listening to our first episode? I hope so. I hope so, too. I think your mom will for sure listen. Oh, yeah. Hi, Beth. Hi, Mom. <laughs> How's it going? I feel like you're going to be our biggest fan. My mom? I don't know if she's going to listen. If so, hi, Dana. <laughs> um, so, hi, everyone. We, it's, it feels crazy that we're actually recording our first episode. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've been joking about this for a really long time. It's been, like, years. Like, two years. Yeah. I feel like at least a year of, like, seriously, like, I feel like we should start a podcast. Oh, yeah. So, it's kind of crazy, but hi, everyone. Um, just a little introduction. I'm Maddie. I'm Lauren. And we are the Cinechicks. We are here to just go over our opinions, our hot takes on all things movies. We'll be discussing things from Hallmark movies to horror movies, maybe some thriller. You know, we love a good romance, so we're going to cover it all, but in the least uh, pretentious kind of way you've ever heard. Very laid back. We have absolutely no credentials to make us suited, 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 that make us qualified. There we go. That make us qualified to actually discuss, besides the fact that we're AMC A-listers. Oh, yeah. So we we looked up how, what it took to become Rotten's Tomatoes like certified. I don't know what you critic? call it. Critic. Yeah, Re- I don't know. Tomato or reviewer. reviewer? I don't know. Uh, we were not qualified, but no. I think that's what makes this fun. I think it was like you had to be reviewed reviewing movies for like two years on like a non self published site. Uh, yeah, it was. And I was like, not oh, even close. We're never gonna be non self published. <laughs> Never say never. <laughs> this could explode. We could be famous. Maybe. Fingers crossed. I think it'd be pretty cool if like AMC was like, hey, we know you exist. Even if they just acknowledged us. Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be cool too. Or like Cinemark, if you really want to mix things up. Yeah, we would switch. We I'd would make switch. The switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hi everyone. I'm Maddie. I thought we could introduce ourselves real quick. I think podcasts. I was not somebody that jumped into podcasts really fast. And I think partially as I'm such a visual person that it was very hard for me to put, like, people with their voices. So this is the voice of Maddie. Um, a little bit about me. I currently live with Lauren <laughs> at a ho- in a house in the suburbs of Dallas. And I work at a creative branding agency full time. And I'm also a wedding photographer. I've been a wedding photographer for about, like, five or six years now. So... My life is full of all things storytelling, which kind of makes sense of how and why I love movies. Um, For a short period of my time, I worked for a church, and I got to write a lot of scripts for videos and stuff, and so I guess that's that's what qualifies me, is that I was my own boss and approved all of my own scripts, so. There you go. Well, my (laughs) name is Lauren. Um, I don't have those credentials. Um, I am a middle school science teacher. So don't do anything creative unless you count teaching children scientific facts and opinions. I don't, I don't know. know. You get pretty creative with your, like, what are those things called where the kids have to, like, log in? Oh, cahoots. Cahoots. You get pretty creative with your cahoots. There's also blookets. Those are fun. Yeah. We love our teachers. Oh, yeah. So I do that. I recently finished my master's degree in educational leadership. So just full on into the education world. Lauren's a girl boss. I try. So... Um, those are my qualifications of 
I teach. I don't have any movie credentials. You grade for a living. That is true. I do, uh, you could say, review and critique for a living. (laughs) Uh, So, there we go. Um, So, how did Lauren and I end up in a seat where we were bored enough living in the suburbs and signing up for AMC A-List to see, you know, three movies in one week? That's right. Sign up. You could be in our entourage if you live in the area. Oh, yeah. Um, how did we end up here? Lauren, how did we become friends? I feel like it's interesting, because I feel like we have two different memories of when we, like, really became <laughs> friends. And so we both, like, grew up in the same suburb, but we did not know each other in high school. Yeah. Uh, Maddie was a year behind me. Uh, we kind whoa, of... Whoa, whoa, I wasn't behind. I was one year younger than you. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Maddie's one year younger than me. And so we... We went to the same church, but she didn't get involved until, like, I was, like, gone and graduated. Like, my senior year or something. So we never really, like, crossed paths. But I knew of Maddie. And then we both moved back to the area after graduation. And when you get stuck in the suburbs, that's a great show, That's a way. great movie. Okay, we'll uh, have to When you get list. stuck in the suburbs, so to say, uh, there's not very many young people. Uh, and so our mutual... Church leader extraordinaire Tracy said, "Hey, you two should be friends." And then it took a little bit. So I remember the first like memory I have of us hanging out in it, but it wasn't really like a friendship context. Was we took students on a leader retreat? Yeah, I like remember going on that leader retreat. I feel like we've talked about this a lot of times. Yeah. So, like, I remember going on that trip. And I remember you being there, but I don't remember spending time with you. I feel like I... Okay, at the time, I had three seniors. My yeah. sister and then her two friends. We're mm-hmm. going to leave names off the podcast. But I was so invested in these high school seniors' lives because, hello, small small group leader of the year, I guess, over here. Mm-hmm. But I remember spending more time with them, I feel like, doing student ministry than, like, hanging out with leaders. Yeah. But my first memory of us hanging out is going to, what's that place called in Waco? Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia. And hanging out there, but, like, driving home and vividly, I, like, I can remember thinking, I don't know if I'm going to, like, continue to be friends with her. Lauren and I are pretty different, and you'll see that coming up when we even just talk about, like, the movies that we like. But little did I know I needed somebody that was pretty much my polar opposite. Yeah, opposites attract. Now we've been besties for two years. Friendship. It's almost three. Living together for three years. I would say close friends for two. Well, okay then. <laughs> I would say friends, but close friends for two. Okay. Friends fair. for three, close I'll friends for it. two. We'll take it. Yeah. So how did we become movie people? I don't know. How did we end up sitting on the floor in my closet recording a movie podcast? Oh, yeah. Guys, if you could, like... If this was a YouTube, which maybe someday it will be, we're literally in a, in the closet on the floor. It's kind of cozy. Yeah, I called one of my friends that works in tech, and he's like an audio engineer. And I was like, okay, what the heck do I need to record a podcast? And I was like, I'm looking at all these packages online, and I don't know if I want to drop $200 on some mics for something that may or may not work. But I really oh, yeah. want it to work, and I think we'll keep talking about movies for a long time. Yeah, but for sure. He told me to sit on the floor in my closet and record on my phone. So that was the plan. And then another friend said, hey, my husband has a podcast, Mike. Y'all, like, that was just, oh, my gosh. I just, like, had to, like, burp. But I didn't want to burp because, LOL, we're being recorded. So I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, 
But here we are sitting on my floor. I feel like we seriously started dreaming about this probably a year ago. Yeah. And it was always something that I was like, we can't do it right now. Because at the time, I was working two jobs that required a lot of energy. And Lauren was in school and and teaching and yeah. doing all the things. And, and, you know, the movie theater was not open for... Oh, yeah. 2020. Ew, let's not talk about we, that. Well, it was funny because we, like, became A-listers. We just both, like, somehow bonded over our mutual love of movies. I don't remember how we started, like, going to movies or talking about them. But we did. And so we, like, went... I remember us getting A-list, becoming A-list members. And we yeah. were A-list members for probably, like, th- four, five, maybe six months max. Yeah. And then Maddie's birthday is in March. And so I was like, this is a great idea. I'm going to get her an AMC gift card. So we have it for, like, popcorn. And then the world shut down, like, right on her birthday. So yeah. we ended up The world shut it. down two days after my birthday. Yeah. We, we ended up using that gift card about a year later. But we did use it eventually. Yeah. $15 popcorn. Yeah. So what was the first movie we went and saw together? Do you know? I think it was Frozen 2. Frozen 2. Like, looked back at my A-list, and I was like, Frozen 2, which I don't even remember, like... Is that the Frozen where Olaf melts? He sings a song uh, about melting? If you're talking about In Summer, then no. That would be That's the, the first OG one. Frozen. It's this like is emotional, the Into the Unknown situation. Emotional meltdown... It's learning possible. about his feelings. We should rewatch that. I haven't seen it in a hot minute. It was very feelings oriented. Yeah. Yes. We're big on feelings. Sure. Olaf, at least. Yeah. I feel like Anna and Elsa, they have, one's a suppressor and one's an overfeeler for sure. Oh, yeah. So I think we saw Frozen 2. Okay. But then we like completely shifted. And I think when I looked like our next two movies were like Dark Waters <laughs> and I think maybe like Richard Jewell. Oh. Which were, like, very different. But yeah. But I think that's when we were first starting to get into, like, award-winning movies. Of, so, like, like I want to see Fresh Water. Fresh Dark Water. Waters? Dark Waters. Fresh. Did we watch a movie with Fresh in it? I don't think so, no. Oh. Dark Waters. That movie is about a farmer, a cattle raiser. His He's... cows start dying yeah. because of bad water. Yeah, because this company's dumping Waste. chemicals into yeah. the water. And then... Richard Jewell is about a security guy. Yeah. Who was the Olympic bombing in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, those are really extreme from Frozen. Yeah, so we just, we do it all, folks. We do it all. Do you remember what you rated those movies? Oh, no. I I liked both of them, I think. Yeah. I thought, like, when I saw them, I was like, these could win awards. Obviously, I knew nothing, and I still really know nothing. They, They didn't, um... But I liked them. I thought they were well done. Yeah. I remember thinking that they both moved slow, but they had good endings. Yeah. So I'm going to rate it a 4. 4.5 for both of them. Out of 5 or out of 10? Out of 10. Who rates things 1 to 5? Everyone on the book world, which I'm also familiar with. I guess you do like 5-star ratings. Yeah. So then then they would be like... 4.5 out of 10? Well, if we're going to do it on a scale of five, because apparently that's what everyone else does, and I don't know anything, is... It'd be like, like, a, like a two... 2.75, I think is what I want to give it. Give them both. Okay, if we're going out of five, I feel like I would I would go more of like a 3.5. Okay, and now here's a heavy hitter question. Would you score Frozen 2 higher or lower than that? <laughs> oh, man. 
I would probably go lower just because the original Frozen was good. And to be honest, I don't remember a large chunk of the plot of Frozen 2. Yeah, I would perfectly. go same. I feel like we've talked about that you have some like trauma around Frozen 1 that maybe we'll have to talk about on a later episode. Yes, at a later date. Okay. A little bit. So that's how we ended up here, everyone. Yes. So we just wanted to start our first episode talking about um, like what our favorites are. And so we each have picked our top five favorites and are also going to describe what I call our movie M.O.s. Um, what is an M.O.? Because I kept referring to them as Lauren's movie M.O.s and Maddie movie M.O.s. And I was like, I don't know what it, it is stands that now. for. Uh, M.O. stands for modus operandi. I think I said okay. that. Which is a Latin term that describes an individual or group's habitual way of operating, which represents a discernible pattern. So it's like our default. What we yeah. Like to also, watch. this is kind of funny because according to this website, it says um, is mainly used to discuss criminal behavior <laughs> and is often used by professionals to prevent future crimes. So that's not where we're going. Um, no. Essentially, this is like our go-to genres are like movie tastes. Yeah. So to say. So Lauren, hit us with your movie mos. Okay. So my movie mos uh, are uh, I am love all things chick flick. Uh, Disney is also up there. Disney, Pixar, any of the above. Uh, and then I'm a sucker for a good Hallmark movie. I have been made fun of it since I started watching them in college. I don't care. They're clean and happy and I can zone out and still know what's happening. And then my last one I put was like anything that's like super like cinematic or like has good music. Yeah. I'm really big into like the Oscars and Oscar season. And so if I like think that it has potential to, like, win any awards, I'm, like, all in. Yeah. So. I feel like, like, some of these, like, crossover, like, Disney and cinematic, I feel like are, like... Oh, yeah. Like, there's big crossovers there. But yeah. then, like, when you say Disney, do you also, like, Disney and Pixar... Pixar, I feel like, is animation. Yeah. But, like, Disney, they do, like, the live Disney movies now. But those are, like, more, like, drama and serious and cinematic. So there's crossover there, too. Essentially, if, like, if if it could be a ride at Disney World or something based on a ride, I'd probably like it. Yeah. So that just goes over all the genres. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just, like, immediately thought about how good of a movie Toy Story is when you said rides. Classic. Which is also a great ride at Disney World. The Slinky ride. In the little uh, mania thing where you play the uh, virtual games. Oh, yeah, with their aliens, the alien game. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, doing a hand motion. Like, <laughs> people can see me, and they cannot see me. So, yes, those are kind of, like, my MOs. So, I'm I'm very much um happy, go lucky, I guess. Wrong. So, what are you avoiding? Sad, scary? I do not like sad things. I do not like scary things. I don't mind an action here or there, but I don't want to have to cover my eyes in a movie theater. Yeah. Things that are rated um, PG are my jam. <laughs> uh, which what there's about not a lot of. PG-14? 13? Well, that's PG-13, and then there's PG-14, which is like... TV-14? No, I thought... Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's TV-14 and PG-13. Okay. We're going to learn a lot doing this. I will do those. When you hit the rated R is when I get a little iffy. Okay. But I'll still, it depends, you know. Still watch some of them. So, yeah. So, I picked, uh, for my top five, um, I have a lot of chick flicks that are in, like, my top ten movies. So, I've eliminated those because those will come back to play in future episodes, and I didn't want to ruin them. Oh, okay. So, this is, like, 
five of my top ten. All of these were in my top ten movies. In no particular order. Mm, these are in a particular order. Okay, so are these... These are not, like, my full top five. Like, there's some in between, but when I take out the chick flicks, these are my top five. All right. So, let me see. so it's it's been censored. It's been filtered through. It's been filtered through, yeah. Okay. Hit me so, with your first one. What's your first one? Um, I'm going to start with number five. We're going to go oh, five to one because to I just one. feel like that feels like more dramatic. But like we just talked about ratings and five, five stars means your favorite. <laughs> but five, four, three, two, one. Like, okay. Okay. So from out. the bottom. So my, my fifth one I have on here is Moneyball. Have you ever seen Moneyball? No. Okay. So one thing I didn't put in my movie most is I also love sports, sports movies. movies. Any sport, I'm into it. Big on sports, I'll watch all the sports, um, I, which is ironic because I'm not athletic, um, but I, I try. But I love watching sports movies. So Moneyball is centered around uh, the Oakland A's franchise from, like, I think it was, like, 2005, uh, where they essentially had to, like, rebuild their team, and their manager uh, came up with, like, Moneyball. So he was, like, their whole thing was, like, get on base. And so instead of going for, like, the hard hitters who hit home runs, he, like, went for lower what they would refer to as quality players. Yeah. Um, so it was all about, like, baseball statistics. So it was, like, slight drama, but there's lots of sports. Uh, I think it was starring Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill, who was in a movie we watched the other day. Yeah. Um, it was Which, just like, really you well love done. data. Like, I feel like I you, like, love, love a good data point. I love numbers. So you combine baseball, which is my favorite sport, with data and just, you know, like a good movie. I was all in. Okay, I respect this. And it was based on a true story. Yeah. We should watch it. All right. Uh, my number four is A Few Good Men, which is, like, I think, like, a classic film. Uh, very different. So it's centered around, um, I think they're in the Navy. Now I'm, like, questioning which break. They're in the military. I ha- Am I going to have seen any of your top five? Because I haven't seen this movie either. I feel like you've at least seen number three. And okay. I hope number one. And if not, we need to change that. Okay. So A Few Good Men is, like, the stars Tom Cruise and Demi Moore. And then Jack Nicholson, a couple other random people. Uh, I think Kevin Bacon's in it. Now that I'm saying that, I'm like second guessing it, but I'm pretty confident. So it's got a lot of good people in it. And essentially, um, it centers around this thing at Guantanamo Bay, which is like the in Cuba. And this guy gets essentially like killed because he was like hazed. And so like Tom Cruise is defending. The two Marines who, quote-unquote, did the hazing because they were supposedly ordered to do it. So it's, like, all about, like, the legal side, but it's also, like, military, which I also love a good legal movie. Yeah, you do. You love anything that's, like, justice or law. So it touches that. So if you give me... It's just, like, a good classic. I had, like, never seen it until my parents were like, you should watch this movie. And then I was like, this is a great film. Yeah. Yeah. So then my number three... It's a very classic, the OG, a Cinderella story with, oh. with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, that's that's like the quintessential like chick flick, girls' yeah. night sleepover movie. Yes, yeah, so like I kept this one in here because I feel like this is like my comfort movie. Like when I'm having a bad day or I'm sad or I just want to watch something, I'll like put on a Cinderella story. Yeah, which also has a slight baseball theme. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you're sticking with your sports themes for sure. Yeah. And it's just got, you know, Chad Michael Murray and Hilary Duff. You can't go wrong. There's been lots of remakes of this movie. None of them are as good. No, no, no. The Selena Gomez dancing one. Okay, it's not bad. It's not better. It's not better it's not than better, the original. But it's, it's, clo- it's good. But it's good. It's yeah. good. 
But I mean, just Chad Michael Murray. You got some Princeton vibes. You also have a uh, who's Jennifer Chad Coolidge. Michael Murray? Is he the guy with the spiky hair that's like frosted tips? Or he's in the he, movie? No. In the movie, he's the one that's dating her. But he's yeah. in something else too. He's in lots of things. He's in was it One Tree Hill? No, he's in Gilmore Girls. That's what you're thinking of. He was Tristan. Oh, wait, Tristan's in One Tree Hill. Then I was right. Yes, One Tree Hill. Okay. Yeah, that's Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, well, we all know that I'm not very good with famous people names, this so this true. podcast is going to be real interesting. You're learning a lot about our personalities. <laughs> uh, so Chad Michael Murray, it's just a great story. You know, it's the Cinderella. He, you know, follows his dreams. She follows hers. They live happily ever after. My number two. One of my all-time favorite movies is the movie Apollo 13. Have you watched that? No. I don't do uh, space. Okay, well, I teach science. I've always loved space. I watched this movie probably when I was, like, oh, I was either, like, late elementary or early middle school. Like, but I became obsessed with this movie. It's got Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon. I yeah, can't think of Kevin movie. Bacon has made two of your top five movies. Are you a Kevin Bacon fan? A closeted Kevin Bacon fan? I didn't think so, but now I'm, like, questioning everything. I think you're a closeted Kevin Bacon. I don't even know who, what Kevin... If you put five men up on a board and you we're like, pick Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon, no, I couldn't do it. Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but anyway, so you've got the whole, um... Paul 13. So it's a space on true story. Paul 13. They call it the successful failure, or... I think that's what they call it. Now I'm, like, brain farting on this podcast. Anyways, Paul 13, they, like are trying to go to the moon, uh, something explodes on their ship, so then it becomes just getting them back to Earth. They get back to Earth. But it's, like, very oh, spoiler. dramatic. Spoiler! It's a true story. You can Google it. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so they, like, it's this whole journey, but it's very big into NASA. I love NASA. So it's, like, it just, I remember it triggering. I used to pretend, like, when I was an only child, so I didn't have a lot of, like, um, interactions with, like, playtime with other people, other than, like, neighbors. But I remember, like, when I first watched that movie, I would, like, think I had, like, an astronaut helmet, I was, like, put it on and pretend that I was going to space. As an adult, I'd have no desire to go to space. But, you know, I'd it's still I'd love to go back in time and watch Little Lauren and, like, watch this movie. Oh, yeah. It was, it was great. Still great. Very well made, very well done. That brings me to my number one. Okay. My Should number I guess? One. Yeah. Is it a Hallmark movie? No. It's not a Hallmark movie? No, Hallmark movies are great, but they are not top five worthy. Praise God that you're saying that. They're not quality. <laughs> I just, I didn't say they're quality. I just enjoy them. Okay, I'm going to guess it's a sports movie. Correct. Okay, hit me with it. Uh, my number one of all time is The Sandlot. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls? Yeah. Like, definitely. A, I forgot the about roast, The Sandlot. The Mallow. Yeah. It's a great movie. So The Sandlot is just a classic um kids summer baseball they all like form a team and they hang out and there's this kid he goes by smalls and they like he like tries to fit in so badly but he's not really great at baseball and they have the, they call the beast is this dog that lives over the fence and like if the ball goes the beast is never going to get it so it's just about like them experience the nostalgia of like yeah baseball but one of the best quotable movies of all time yeah i really use that movie which like this is like a terrible like how did I get away from get away with this but like you know how I'm gonna get canceled after one episode of our podcast for saying this but yeah. I'm not always the biggest dog person like I love a dog I love a dog that doesn't bark that doesn't smell 
that's not going to jump on me, that, like, is going to play with me when I want to play with it, but then other than that, it's pretty much going to leave me alone. So, like, yeah. but I would use the dog from Sandlot as a justification to, like, why people shouldn't have dogs. Which, like, at the end of the movie, he's, like, that's their true. friend. It becomes a good dog. Yeah. But what's interesting to me is I was thinking about this movie is, like, other than the legendary James Earl Jones, who played um, Darth Vader in Star Wars, um, who played the, the blind neighbor. He's in, in that movie. movie? Yeah. That's played, crazy. Yeah. But other than him, there's not a lot of famous people in I, that movie. Like, I feel like we need to do, it, like, a, a section, a section, a bit one time in a future podcast episode where we talk about, like, what happened to the Sandlot kids. I'm sure there's YouTube videos about it, but we should talk about it. Yeah, the guy who played uh, Ham, who goes, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, yeah. He was on my TikTok occasionally. Oh. How old are they? They're barely, they're getting up there. Like, 40s? I don't know. I'll just look it up. All right. We'll do some those are Those are a good top five. Yeah. Those Strong top, top five. five. I feel like they reflect, other than the, like, lack of chick flicks, which we'll get to, uh, I feel like that kind of just gets my personality. Yeah, except for I also feel like 50% of your personality is coming home and watching Hallmark movies with a good book. That is accurate. So I feel like something that we're missing is maybe Lauren's top five Hallmark movies, because you definitely have those, too. Oh, absolutely. So maybe we should touch on those oh, next yeah. week for your birthday episode. Yeah. We go Hallmark, Chick Flicks, all the things. Yeah. All right. All right, Maddie. What is your movie mo? My movie mo. Okay, so my choice of movies would be I love a thriller um so you're really gonna see the contrast between what Lauren likes and what I like I like something that's gonna get my heart racing a little bit um I tend to get bored if a movie is like overly predictable and so I love a thriller something with twists and turns um and I also love a drama you know something that's gonna make me feel big feelings like I don't want to be like oh yeah like I felt that I want to be like how why how could that happen wow I can't believe that that's you know I like a movie if I'm like shut the front door I can't believe this is happening you know I'm not into a movie if you can like if I'm like okay I know it's gonna happen yeah this is where we're very different yes which leads to I love apocalyptic or post-apocalyptic movies like if the world is ending sign me up man that makes so much sense like I feel like because of the amount of like apocalyptic movies I've watched, I will survive. You survive the apocalypse? For sure. Will you take me with you? Because I would definitely die. I don't think I can invite you to be my crew because I think you will slow us down. That's You have not been doing your training of watching post-apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic movies. You know, it's rude, but I respect it. Okay. That's See, fair. it's all... Who's in your crew will make you or break you. So if, if I improve my skills, can I be in the crew? If you watch 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later, then we can talk about it. Do you know what those are? 28 Days Movies, or is that one movie? No, it's two different movies. One is called 28 Days Later, and one is called 28 Weeks Later. And they're both zombie movies. (laughs) Oh, my. So it's 28 days after the zombie apocalypse has, like, happened, and then 28 weeks. Because, you know, the world's in completely different states. So. Okay. I'll consider it. Okay. And then my last pick, which is the only one that Lauren and I have in common, is the cinematic musical. I grew up a theater kid. I just did. I have no shame. I love a West Side Story or, or a Moulin Rouge or uh, those are not in my top five, but that's my what movies. came to mind. But I also love like Lion King, which I feel like is Disney, but it has music in it. 
Yeah, see, that's an overlap. So there's an overlap. Okay, top five. Mine are in no particular order, because I didn't want to give, like, I'm not that vulnerable. Like, I didn't want to give my whole self away. So this is where our personalities are different. Um, I, if you know anything about the Enneagram, (laughs) I'm an Enneagram one, uh, so I'm very structured, and I like things to be done a certain way. Maddie is an Enneagram eight, (laughs) so you've probably discovered this by now. Continue. Okay, so I'm just going to go in the order that I listed them. Great. Should I put them in order real fast in my brain? I probably can. I don't know. It's your list. I don't want to because I feel like it's offensive if I, like, I'm going to make them not like each other if I, like, rank them. It's a list of movies. Okay. All right, well, the first one I have on my list is I Am Legend. It's probably, like, it's with, have you seen it? Um, yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen it, but isn't it Will Smith? Yeah, so Will Smith is in it. Um, it was made in probably 2006, You're seven. Seven. Well done. Okay. And basically, like, Will Smith plays this character, um, Robert, and which his name isn't really said in the movie because he's, like, the only living character, basically. But he's a scientist, and he's the only survivor of a man-made plague that transforms, like, humans into these, like, mutants. And so, like, he's the only man left alive, so it's him and his dog. And the mutants that used to be humans um, basically, like, attack I think it's, like, when the sun goes down. Um, But he basically is wandering alone through my favorite city, New York City, trying to find other survivors. But um, So you, like, follow along with him and his dog's adventure. Um, But Will Smith is on my list of, like, actors that can do no wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, even their worst movies, I'll probably like. Yeah. Did you... We watched Hitch together, right? With him? Yeah. See, that was, like, a crossover. It's a Will Smith chick flick. Yeah. I, I liked it. I stayed awake the whole time. Yeah, that's a win for you in a <laughs> Um, So, yeah, big fan of I Am Legend. I don't know if you like it, would like it. I don't know if you would sleep after. We'd probably have to watch it on, like, a Saturday morning at, like, 9 a.m. So, so you here's the, the thing the is, I love to read thrillers. Fascinated by them. Like, I'm currently reading one called A Flicker in the Dark, and it's about a serial killer. So, like, I can read it all day long, but when you put a visual image with it, it's when you lose me. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Now you know. Now, the more you know. The more you know. Okay. Um, my second favorite movie on here, which this is a this is a big step for me to say this movie because I haven't seen the last fifteen minutes. Oh. So keep that in mind. Did you watch this on a plane? I watched this on a plane. And our mm-hmm. flight Seems ended. Brand. And I it we I think we had another flight after that, after the flight that I had it on, and the next flight didn't have the movie. Oh yeah. That's and so worst. I didn't. I couldn't finish it. And it's, like, it's not streaming, but it's Parasite, which, like, I feel like everyone was talking about when it came out. And I, like, it took me a long time to see it, like, probably, like, over a year. Like, maybe two years. It came out in 2019. It's not in English. It came out in 2019, and I didn't watch it until we went to Europe, which is 2021. So it took me two years. So it's two years later, and I'm, like, trying to talk to everyone about Parasite, and everyone else has moved on. But Parasite is basically about, like greed and the like super poor like lower class and then the super rich upper class and like just this family that gets involved with an upper class family um but it basically starts with like the family like counting pennies in their like kitchen like trying to figure out how to buy their next meal oh. and the uh, 
The family is the mom, the dad, and then there's a son and a daughter. And the son has a friend that stops by and is like, hey, I've had this tutoring gig. I'm going off to college. I have a crush on the girl that I'm tutoring. Like, will you become her next tutor? Because I know you won't, like, try to make a move on her. Like, mm-hmm. watch out for the girl that I like. And so the brother accepts the tutoring job, which is at this, like, super wealthy family's house. So he goes there to start tutoring. And while he's there, he learns that... I can't, I can't remember who's next. I think the husband, the rich husband, so the rich family okay. has mom and dad okay. and then, like, two younger kids. So, like, probably, like, a 13-year-old and, like, maybe, like, a 8- or 9-year-old. Okay. The really poor family has, like, teenager kids. Okay. Okay. That's important to know. So, the poor older brother is at the rich people's house tutoring the older sister who's, like, 13. Okay. I'm following. Okay, so he's tutoring, and the mom comes in. No, mom and dad are home, and they're dialoguing about how the new driver that the rich dad hired is, like, not a good driver. And so the poor teenager who's over tutoring, like, this girl is basically like, oh, I know a really good driver. I can introduce you to him. So he gives them a phone number, and it turns out to be the poor kid's dad. So now you have the poor kid tutoring and the poor dad driving. Okay. And so the rest of the movie is basically how the other family members get involved with this rich family. But, like, the poor family, like, never tells the older family that they're all actually related. And I'm not going to spoil it. Obviously, I don't know how it ends. Oh, I need to But it is so good. I need to. Okay. This is on my list. Yeah, it's really, really good. And But it's, like, eerie because you're just like, oh, they're, like, these poor people are really taking advantage of this rich family. But also, like. Parasite. Yeah, but, like, also the rich family is, like, not really that great either. So it's, like, it's just so fascinating to me. Like, twists and turns that I couldn't predict. Okay, so my third movie, which, again, I kind of cheated the system because I couldn't just pick one. But my third, again, these aren't in any particular order, would be the Harry Potter series. Like It's, like, eight movies. I couldn't choose one. But they're, like... I feel like the Harry Potter movies are, like, the epitome of my childhood. Like, mm-hmm. they're nostalgic, but they've aged so well. Were you the one, one of the ones that went to go see all the midnight premieres? Oh, like, those were actually I was Hermione things. every year. Like, my siblings and I would, like, dress up. We would wait in line. The whole thing. It was, like, also, like, the first books that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes. I'm not a reader. So, like, true. It, just, like, everything about the Harry Potter world <laughs> I wanted to be a part of. As an adult, when I went to Harry Potter world in... Ugh. Like, Florida, at Universal, it was, like, it took me right back. My siblings and I just, like, binge-watched them over Christmas break. And, like, again, it's no matter how many times I've watched them, I just love them. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily call them, like, a, what did you call? Comfort movie? It's not a comfort movie, because I don't... They're not super comforting. (laughs) I want to watch them in order. Like, I want to... So like, be all the character development from the beginning to the end, the it's story, true. it's the fact that J.K. Rowling could tie everything together. Like, it's just so impressive to me. And just, like, oh, it's just, like, chef's kiss. That's, that's good. Well, that and um, Star Wars. But it, Star Wars <laughs> did not make my list. Oh, yeah. So so what house are you? Uh, Gryffindor, for sure. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. I'm all off the puff and proud of it. Yeah, I could see that, too. So our... Um, I could see you being a Ravenclaw, too. Yeah, that would be. I think You're really like heady. Secondary one. Yeah, yeah. But um, I like being a Hufflepuff. Gets a terrible rap, but I think they're great. Luna, yeah. she she's she's a Hufflepuff. She's like an airhead, but she she's also, also like delightful. saves the day. Yeah, 
Uh, Cedric Diggory was Hufflepuff. Yeah. And okay. That, mm. Rip. R.I.P. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that was great. Way to bring me down, okay? I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Robert Pattinson, but yeah. he was Hufflepuff. Also, like Emma Watson, she's one of my favorite actresses of all time. So when we watched the we watched the HBO reunion yeah. on New Year's Day, yeah, like we did in the morning because we wanted to watch it. And I remember the like scene where it's like the first movie and they're all filming it, and it's like the scene was like she was like, "Do you read?" And they all like smirk at the camera. Mm-hmm. And I've like seen memes of that everywhere, and it brings me great joy yeah. every time. Okay, when that, when we were watching the special and it was, like, her walking into all, like, the different spaces and them all sitting there, I literally was, like, tearing up. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't express to you, like, I would have to take PTO from my job if they released a new Harry Potter movie, like, with the original cast. Oh, yeah. You know, like... You have to do the original cast. Right. Like, okay, Fantastic Beasts, they're fine. They're good. (laughs) I don't like them as much as the originals, but, like, the, just, like... I don't know the the actor's name of the guy that plays Ronald Weasley. I'm really sorry. But, like, Ron... Rupert, Rupert Grint? Yeah. Rupert Grint, Emma Watson, and Daniel Radcliffe. Like, also, like, the fact that they could cast kids that had such great compatibility. Oh, yeah. All the way through. Like, oh, yeah. Even Neville, whatever oh, that yeah. guy's name is. Uh, Matthew... I don't remember his last How name. How do you know that? How do you know these actors off the top of your head? I'm so I impressed. Just, I just, She's I'm not Googling, folks. I'm good with names. Matthew. Oh, what is his name? I don't know. You... Lewis. Matthew Lewis. Wow, that's Sorry, Matthew. such a basic name. Yeah. Talk about a glow up glow from up. movie one to movie we eight. We were on the same page, yeah. Yeah. And he, like, Matthew saves Lewis. the day at the end. And at the oh, beginning, yeah. he's, like, again, the character development is hero. just top notch. It's great. Um, so, yeah, let us. I want to know, like, what houses that other people are in. I yeah. wish that was, like, I wouldn't get canceled if I just, like, walked up to someone and was like, hey, do you know what Hogwarts house Hogwarts you house would be in? in? Yeah, that might be a little weird, but... A little weird. I'd probably get uh, canceled. The coffee shop we go to did a tip contest if mm-hmm. you could put money in which house you were. Yeah. That was kind of fun. That was fun. I wonder what... I don't know which one won. I don't know. Hmm. I wonder I if know. they posted it on their Instagram. I don't know. Okay, my next movie um, falls into the cinematic musicals. Um, and it's La La Land, which oh, is interesting because... This is a great movie. I wouldn't have, like, when I was trying to pick, I knew I needed to have one from this category, but it was, like, I really wanted to pick, like, a traditional musical, you know, like, one that started on Broadway, mm-hmm. and I just, like, couldn't. And when I tell you, like, La La Land came out in 2016, I don't even need to look it up. I know the year that it came out. Wow. I was in college, and I... This is, like, sharing a personal story. Can I do that? Yeah. So I'm in college, and one of my very good friends in college, right, like, really, really good guy friend. No, not dating, just, like, really, really good friends. We, like, stopped talking to each other. Like, there was a bit of a situation. There was a situation, and we stopped talking to each other. And it was probably, like, three or four months, and we hadn't really talked. But we both, like, loved movie musicals. Mm -hmm. And when this movie came out, I don't know who texted who. I'm going to say that I texted him, and I was like, have you seen it? And he was like, yes, I want to see it a second time. And I was like, oh, my gosh, me too. And literally that night we went and saw it together, and it, like, rekindled our friendship. Oh, how sweet. Which is special. And, I mean, I saw that movie in theaters no less than five times. It's so, it's just so good. It's so well written. The, the music, music Emma is... Emma Stone and... Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling, great, like, casted really well. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Plus, I just love Ryan Gosling. So. so, if you don't know, I didn't really go over what the Harry Potter movies are about. I'm pretty sure they know. Look it up. And if they don't... They're wrong. I feel like you've been living under a rock. Yeah. No offense. So, but I, I won't... I'll tell you what La La Land is about, which is... So, La La Land is about, um, like, two... Uh, a young man and a young woman who are basically, like, drawn to each other because they both want to do what they love. And... Um, their love story. And they sing lots of songs. They're musical. Like, I, like that's what it's about. But the music is, like, jazzy. It's, like, jazz yeah. music. But it's so well it's orchestrated. It's so well written. Um, but I looked up, because I was like, I wonder how much movie, how much money this movie made. And in box office, like, in the week that it opened, it made... Uh, this might be all time. I don't think this weekend opened. I think it's I all know. time. It made $448.9 million. Holy cow. That's a lot of money. I would be interested... I wonder how much they spent making it. Uh, the budget was $30 million. Oh, so they made bank on this sucker. Yeah. which As they should have. Like, John Legend is in it, which like also just like a voice oh, yeah. that's like unmatched. Yeah. I don't, so well done. Such, such a well done movie. Okay, my last one, um, which is kind of out of left field, I would say, compared to the rest of them. My movies kind of live in the extremes, is Little Women, which Little Women to me, like, I'm, I like the original movie, but I feel like my love for Little Women was, like, reborn when I saw Emma Watson in it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, when she, like, her portraying Meg, which I think is a character that's, like, kind of underrated, like, I feel like everybody, like, loves Joe. But seeing an actress that I love so much in a character that I was kind of unsure about when I even, like, read the book or grew up on the other movie, I just... It just was so well done. I also think Greta Gerwig was the director, and she did a fantastic job. Yeah. Oh, just, like, the costuming was done really well. Um, Just, like, every... Yeah. I'm also really not going to go over what Little Women is about, because if you don't know what Little Women is about... First of all, read the book first, and then go yeah. watch the movie. I think I read the book first. I read it with our friend Claire. You then... read the book before you saw the movie? Yeah, was it before or after? Even, like, the old school movie? I, don't, I haven't seen the old school movie. I don't... I wonder when the old school movie came out. Let me Google. I don't know. I read the book after we came back from New York City the first time. Okay. So that's Which 2020. Was Which is when this... I think it was, like, right before this came out. No, it came out in 2019. So maybe I saw the movie and then read the book. Oh, there's actually been, remember. like, several remakes of this. Yeah. The original original came out in 1949. I have not seen that one. I haven't either. I've seen this one, but, like, with Winona Ryder. What year was that? The one with Winona Ryder was... Uh, 1994. So, like, right... Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't born yet. You weren't born yet. No, I was close. Yeah. You could have been in the womb. It's possible. I don't know. It doesn't say what month, so it's unclear. Mm, it's unclear. So, so those are my five. Five. Actually, that was six movies. Oops, no, broke five. another rule. I can't do five. I break rules. It was five, except the... Oh, I have one more on my list. Oh, now you're going to break five. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. I have Might one more. Because well. I don't know how I skipped it. But my last one, which I would say is in the thriller category, which I'd be shocked if you've seen this movie. 
which also just so well done, which I'd be so curious to know. I know I haven't said it yet, but now I like want to Google stuff about like it before I, I talk about it. How am I supposed to know it? if I've seen it if you haven't told me the movie? <laughs> okay, it's Joker, the oh, Joker yeah, movie. Yeah, I have not seen that. That came out in 2019. Oh my gosh. I feel like this movie. Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. This movie, like, I went into the theater with such low expectations and left and was like, that will be in my top 10. Yeah, no. I never never had a desire to see that. It freaked yeah. me out. Again, I don't really feel like it's a movie that I need to describe. The Joker, which is like the famous Batman villain. This movie is about him, basically, how he's like forever alone. Like, he's a failed comedian who like just wants connection and friendship. And he's just like rejected on all fronts. And he's like isolated and he's bullied. And it like, it opens up my compassion. Like, I feel like it gives people an inside look on what it's like to live with special needs in a time where there weren't any resources for somebody that had special needs. That's such a good way to look at it. And so, like, while him... I mean, it's his story, basically, how he becomes... A, he's villainized. Like, mm-hmm. it's not where his heart initially but he didn't was. didn't start that way. And so it's another story of, like, great character development. But, like, instead of developing into greatness, he, like, crumbles because he, like, can't get the help that he needs, basically. Interesting. Um, which, like, my, like favorite superhero is Batman so maybe it's like I'm partial there too but the movie's just so well done it made 1.07 billion dollars in the box office that's a lot of money that is a lot of freaking money I'd be curious to know in comparison to other like villain or superhero movies how it did yeah like I don't know we'd have to look that up that would be a good episode yeah We should do one on, like, superhero villain movies. Yeah. That'd be cool. The budget for this movie was only $55 Oh, yeah. They blew that out of the water. Yeah. Holy cow. Probably within, like, one day. Joaquin Phoenix. Way to go, dude. Yeah. It also won a best score. Yeah. uh, Which I did listen to part of the score, because I like to listen to them. Oh, yeah. Which did really well. Yeah. I think it won, so that's cool. I feel like we need to sit down, and maybe, like, a Saturday or something, and I'll watch one of the movies I haven't seen off your list if you watch Joker with me. That might be a good deal. Are you going to judge me if I cover my eyes? No. Okay, cool. Only take pictures and post them on the internet. Oh, no. (laughs) It's going on the Insta feed. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like we just covered a lot of stuff. We covered a lot of stuff. So I feel like the people got to know us pretty well based on our movie taste. Yeah. I was like, how are we going to talk for 40 minutes? But I feel like we might have been talking for longer than 40 minutes at this point. It's unclear, to be perfectly honest. I have no idea how long we've been talking. We've new to garage band. Unless you count (laughs) 1,392 bars. I know exactly how long that is in length. Good, because I don't. (laughs) Uh, No. So, but yeah, I think the people got to know us pretty well. Yeah. So, Lauren, what's next for Cinetrix? So, next up, uh, next week is actually, I think the episode will release on my birthday. Yeah, this one that we're talking about right now will release on your birthday. Yeah, so it'll release on my birthday, and so for my, we decided it'd be fun, so for our birthday episodes, we're going to talk about, like, best of our categories, or, like, our favorite things, and so you obviously just got my top five, but we talked about how I eliminated all my chick flicks, so we're going to do a best of chick flicks, all the things, so I'll give you my, my rundown on, where you could say the lowdown, on, like, my favorite chick flicks and why I think they're great and then Maddie will judge me and sell me her opinions on why she does or does not like them. Again, I don't know how we could have a podcast about like review- reviewing movies if there wasn't a little bit of judgment. 
This so is it's very it's true. good judgment. It's this for, it's from a place of love. It's productive, loving judgment. Yeah. But yeah, that's what's next. Wow, this was really fun. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us. Come back next week. We're going to release episodes on Thursdays. Yeah. So. We want it to feel like you're in our back seat, and I feel like we've just had a whole car conversation. Yeah. So, it's been great. maybe if you're out there listening and you want us to talk about a movie that you've seen that you feel like nobody's talking about, send it our way. Beth? Dana? If you're out there? (laughs) Send us us a DM on the Instagram. Yeah. We have an Instagram. At Cinechicks Podcast. That's right. You should go follow us. Uh, comment, uh, rate, review, subscribe on the your favorite podcast app. I feel like that's some things podcasters say. So yeah, but for real. But for we real, like five stars. We're doing this on our own. We're not like sponsored or have a media like company backing us up. So it would really Yet. help. <laughs> it would really help us if you'd leave a review, yeah. specifically on Apple Podcasts, because I feel like that's where like big time ratings happen yeah also we want to know you heard our favorite movies we want to know your favorite movies yeah so slide into our dms yeah all right everyone all right. signing off signing off over See you after the credits <laughs>